Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the series of Peacemaker. Uh, this was a spinoff series uh, from the DC Universe. It dropped on HBO Max a while back. And um, normally, when I do shows like this, I would have done the the uh, uh, a show I would have done a review for every episode as it came out but since it came out at the same time Boba Fett did um, uh, I decided that I was going to wait until this show was actually over and uh, just kind of give you guys maybe a run through of my thoughts as the show uh, goes uh, as the show went on uh, as you know, that being said, uh, this we will go into uh, spoiler territory. So if you have not seen uh, Boba Fett, I suggest you. Uh, well, not Boba Fett, Peacemaker. If you have not seen uh, Peacemaker, I suggest you uh, get on HBO Max right now and uh, check it out. All the episodes, I think all eight episodes are on HBO Max right now. And um, my only thing is that um is that is eight episodes and uh check it out come back and listen to the episode uh this episode because now I'm going into full uh a breakdown of I'm not going to I might not break down every episode I'll just break down a few moments from throughout the show that are kind of uh that are kind of um some major plot points throughout the the show but anyway um, for those of you who don't know who Peacemaker is, uh, he was a character that was portrayed by John Cena in the movie, uh, uh, Suicide Squad, uh, well, I, see, it's called The Suicide Squad, it's the, it's the sequel to the original Suicide Squad, but I always call it James Gunn Suicide Squad because it's not called Suicide Squad 2 or, you know, it doesn't have like a, a subtitle or anything like that, so James Gunn Suicide Squad featured a new character, by the name of Peacemaker, played by uh, John Cena, and if you've seen the movie The Suicide Squad, you know that his character is killed by um, by Bloodsport, and in the in a post credit scene, it shows, uh, I think, I think a few of the people who work for Amanda Waller at the hospital where they found Chris's body and they're trying to keep him alive. And that being said, that's where episode one kind of picks up. We pick up where Chris is at, you know, at the time. And, um, uh, you know, basically he's still alive and they still have him, uh, you know, they need him to do a new project. Uh, basically still become this master assassin that he's known to be and things like that. And basically in this one, we're, we're investigating uh this project known as project butterfly and it sounds kind of silly but then again immediately when they say that i was already thinking i was like is this going to be like one of those these like a what is it going to be like a swarm of butterflies or something because in the suicide squad james gunn's suicide squad they were looking for uh it was called project starfish and i was like Really, and then of course at the end of that movie they fight a big starfish, and I think in episode I think it's either two or three, or because when when Peacemaker dropped on HBO Max, um, they showed the first three episodes, and I thought the first three episodes were hilarious, 
it was a great way of setting up not only John Cena's character, but you got a lot more uh, of his background. You know, you see the the rough beginnings he had, you know, living with his uh, uh, white supremacist father, you know, basically, you know, just kind of being everything that, you know, would not fly today uh, as far as a... Um, a society standpoint, and, you know, it, it, it was cool to see that, you know, to see a character like that really kind of come into his own, and then really just kind of be, you understand his motive, you understand why he is the way he is, and it's, it's pretty, pretty incredible how he was able to, um, to do that, and, uh, and it was interesting to kind of see that with this first three episodes, you see the relationship he has with his father. Uh, his father, played by Robert Patrick, I thought was phenomenal. It was really good. And um, I just thought that, you know, with all the stuff that was uh, going on in his beginnings, it was just, it was only going to be a matter of time before, uh, you know, we kind of saw him, uh, we would see him you know, develop into the character, but John Cena's character was just like a total goofball, you know, you really couldn't, it's not the fact that you couldn't take him seriously, nobody even in the show could take him seriously, it's like, Jesus Christ, you know, he's such like a, a whacked out character that you really have no idea where, you know, this guy was coming from, and things like that, and then slowly but surely you start to peel back the layers of this character, this guy is, was, physically, mentally, and emotionally abused as a kid, you know, he's blamed for, um, he's blamed for a lot of things, which, in retrospect, is kind of, I don't want to say unjustably unfair, it's just that, you know, with John Cena's dad and his, you know, beliefs, it was just, it, 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 no kid should have to go through something like that, and, um, it was all just kind of like, you kind of felt bad for the character because of his upbringings and things like that. But at the same time, it's also a, um, it was also a nice kind of, uh, a nice kind of, uh, how do I say this? A nice change of tone, because, you know, everybody kind of comes from humble backgrounds and things like that. And, uh, you know, it wasn't something that, that you rarely, you rarely saw something like this from anything that had been on, that the DC characters had kind of been through, you know, you, you, they don't go, they don't dive deep into characters that aren't really have that, you, you get that a little bit with characters like Harley Quinn in the Suicide, well, in the original Suicide Squad, like the extended cut, you see a little bit of the background between her and the Joker, which in my opinion was really cool. And, um, uh, you know, it was just kind of something to see that. And with all the new characters that they introduced in the Suicide Squad, you get little tidbits here and there about what they went through in their youth and things like that. However, with with um, Peacemaker, you get like two or three episodes, you know, going backwards. Like he still is traumatized by, you know, some of the stuff that he's went through. and And it's incredible to see how how far they were willing to push that envelope as far as, uh, as far as, um, uh, 
you know, character building went. And I think John Cena, you know, say what you want about John Cena. I, I to be honest, his his movies haven't necessarily been all that great. Well, I shouldn't say all that great, but his movies haven't been really like all that um, interesting because with the exception of maybe of some of his earlier movies like The Marine and um, and uh, I actually like the movie 12 Rounds uh, and movies like that. And even a movie like his most recent uh, as Bumblebee, you know, John Cena doesn't really have those star making moments, but he was very entertaining in the new Suicide Squad. And with Peacemaker, he really showed, you know, he, you know, he could act, you know, he was, he showed a lot of moments of vulnerability. He showed a lot of moments of, uh, you know, maturity. The guy is comedic gold. I mean, if you watch the guy on, uh, you know, as, as, uh, as a WWE superstar, you know, the guy is hilarious. And the, you know, John Cena was probably one of, I don't know if anybody else could pull it off, but he's almost in the same regards as um, as Dave Batista. You know how Dave Batista was such a goofball character in Guardians of the Galaxy. The fact that he was able to kind of, you know, make that transition, and you know, Dave Batista has his own movies where he's you know put turned into good performance. But Guardians of the Galaxy is the one is the major one. With John Cena, Peacemaker is going to be that one as well. Um, Episode two, one, two, and three basically are the setup of what of the of the situation that we're about to face, and then of course, like I predicted in episode three, it is revealed that an alien race of butterflies have kind of ta- are starting to take over the world in a way that is just crazy. Um, John Cena reunites with an old friend because he's been locked up for so long. Um, I think it's been a couple of years, like five years, since he's been home. And, you know, his dad, him and his dad's relationship is still not all that great. He has one sidekick by the name of Vigilante, who's kind of like his unappointed, uh, you know, trusted sidekick. And not really, you know, kind of his best friend, but not really. And, um, I mean, it's it's interesting to see where they were, where they where they went with those characters and things like that. But at the end of the day, um... I never once thought that the, even the supporting cast around him, you know, you had the 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 female agent who was a badass. You had the tech guy. You know, you had, um, uh, you had the uh, there was another girl there, the woman. I can't man. I can't remember. I'm really bad with character names I, because I don't know who they are, as you know, actors and actresses. But, you know, the character names, and things like that. I'm horrible with. But at the same time, it's like, you know what more can you do and things like that but the character of of uh i mean i can't remember her name but she's the 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 black woman in the uh in the show who is kind of like has her own separate mission you know but then again you it's i think it's revealed like halfway through the well no it's actually revealed like maybe in episode six or seven that you realize that she's revealed to be the daughter of Amanda Waller, because, you know, Amanda Waller's got her fucking, you know, finger and everything, she's not gonna let something like this go unnoticed, and, um, it's no surprise when it's revealed that, you know, she is the daughter of Amanda Waller, and, uh, her character is really good, you know, her character kind of is the one, in a lot of ways, is like John Cena, in a way that she's kind of, like, struggling internally, 
of trying to impress her mother, but at the same time also trying to, uh, you know, do what she feels is the right thing. And, um, you know, so yeah, her, her character is really, really interesting to see. It's, it's a, it's a different, it's a different, um, it's different from all the other characters because of the whole thing, because they come from black ops and because they come from, you know, the CIA and they do a lot of nasty stuff and, you know, nobody really asks questions and nobody really has like a, like a moral code, you know, for her to kind of be that moral code, that moral conscience was interesting to see. Um, the blonde girl, I think, to be honest, I think uh, they just announced either today or yesterday that she's actually the uh, fiance of James Gunn himself. And, um, uh, her performance as kind of like the new lead dog or the one, uh, the one who's going to kind of takes over and things like that as the new leader of the group and everything like that. But her performance is really good too. Her character development from when we first see her in episode one to where she ends up in episode eight is amazing. You know, the tech guy is hilarious. The fact that you know, he's kind of like the butt of everybody's joke and things like that, and kind of like the weird nerd type character, and he kind of has his own character arc, and then in episode eight, he really has a moment to shine, which, in my opinion, was really, really cool, and everybody in the show has their moments of clarity, has their moments to shine and things like that, and um, I think one character that really kind of doesn't are the outside characters, like even, like Robert Patrick, who plays Peacemaker's dad, um, is by far, you know, his character arc is basically a, a hateful father who he wants to be, he wants to be proud of his son, but he's disappointed at every turn. And then when he's framed for, uh, for one of Peacemaker's, um, Peacemaker's hits, you know, he's broken out of jail and then he takes on the white dragon character, you know, which is the character from the comic book and things like that. And, you know, goes on this rampage and, uh, there's a great fight scene. There's a lot of great fight scenes and action sequences throughout this show. And it they really put, I think with James Gunn at the helm, they really put a lot of of um, of of, uh, of thought and detail into the entire series. From, like I said, from the, the writing and the acting, it's all good. The tone is all there. It does kind of have like that late 80s, early 90s action feel to it because of John Tingley's character. And um, it, it really, it really plays on the fact that these guys are not so much there. You know what they do. You know what they do is is wrong and you know, and bad and things like that. But at the same time, you realize that they're still human beings. They're still just you know trying to do the right thing. They want to be not necessarily accepted into society, but they just want to be. They want to be recognized as you know. We're we're trying to do the right thing because we we still care about one another rather than being like you know Amanda Waller who is just you know her her thing is you know basically leverage it's not necessarily you know about putting together a team that can rally to that can the 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 camaraderie amongst everybody else and things like that they actually enjoy each other's company and throughout the episodes they kind of become you know more you know more comfortable with one another about some of their insecurities and some of their, um, some of their, not dark secrets, but some of the stuff that they're living with, you know, some of the anxieties and some of the, uh, and some of the, um, 
you know, some of the hardships that they've been through in their own life. And you, you don't see that in a lot of uh, shows like this, especially with, uh, um, especially in a lot of, in a lot of team ups, you know what I mean? Like everybody kind of still has that, like with the first Suicide Squad, you kind of got that, you know, you, there's that moment where they're all sitting at the bar and they're all kind of running from what they had and things like that. But at the same time, it's not really enough. You didn't really buy into it because it took them so long to get there. You know, the movie was already terrible by the time we got to that one part. In the new Suicide Squad, we did get that. We got that part when they're all sitting at the bar, they're all on the bus, you know, when it's Peacemaker and Bloodsport and Flag and uh, Polka Dot Man and Ratcatcher and they're all having at the at the little bar and they're all having, you know, a, a pretty kind of tender moment and things like that right before they're about to, you know, take on the big starfish. But in Peacemaker, you saw that. You really saw a camaraderie develop and it was interesting to see that and with a series you're able to do that with eight episodes you you're there to kind of give every character a little bit of their own kind of arc and background to the point where by the time you get to the last two or three episodes you you're you know it's like yeah man you know teamwork you know let's let's go kick their ass and everything like that and that was something that i think james james gunn did uh beautifully his writing and the idea that you can feel for the characters and you understand the characters and you feel for their emotions you feel for their uh anxieties and their insecurities and their you know their hardships and everything like that you understand that as the show progresses and i gotta say man james gunn really outdid himself with this show and i'm uh i think they just announced that uh they're gonna do a season two which hey it's incredible and things like that but at the same time you got to give a big, a big, a a a big hand goes to the cast and crew, uh, not only, uh, you know James Gunn and everybody, but also John Cena and everybody who's involved with the project, man. And it this show, is beginning to, from beginning to end, it never really had a dull moment. You know what I mean? It never took that. Um, it never took that dip in quality. It was entertaining throughout the entire, throughout the entire series in a way that is just like, you know, you're never, ever going to see something like that ever again. And, um, it's like, with all that being said, you know, you gotta be able to do it in a way, you gotta be able to pull this off in a way that is just going to be, uh, incredible. And with that, with that, you know, you, you, you would think that because of the success of Peacemaker, like, I, I really think it's a good show, and a lot of people have been saying good things about it, but with the success of it, there should be more characters like that. Like, I think if, if you know, well, I, I don't want to say everybody should get one, because at the same time, it's like, well, I, to be honest, I want to say like 55% of the reason why the show worked was because James Gunn was the one kind of he wrote the show and he was the one behind the camera and things like that so i don't think every like more people should get their own or there should be more spin-offs from the suicide squad or anybody else from the dc universe but i mean if done correctly i think it could work i think it could definitely work with with um with everybody who who was involved with this show if they can see the camaraderie among everybody else, I think DC can actually make their own spinoff series, much like how they did with Marvel. You know, Marvel had Winter Soldier and kept, you know, uh, Winter Soldier and uh, 
Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, what if, well, I don't know about what if, but, um, Hawkeye, you know, all those shows were great. All those shows were pretty good, and I, I honestly feel that, you know, if DC could get the same type of ingenuity and, you know, maybe get somebody like, you know, James uh, Gunn to kind of do these shows and things like that, I think you could possibly do the same thing on HBO Max, and, you know, it's a bit of a stretch, but at the same time, you know, it, it could work. Like, you could see a, uh, I don't know if you could take anybody else. Like, you could see a rat catcher and her, you know, you know rat catcher and King Shark. I don't know about Polka Dot Man because, you know, he actually dies in uh, uh, Suicide Squad and things like that. But, um, but you know, done the right way, you could seriously have a run of of a lot of different characters. Like, you could spin off some characters. Like, maybe Bloodsport could get a show. I know they're doing different things. Like, I know they're doing, like, another Batwoman show. I know they're doing, um, like, a Green Lantern show, which they've been, you know, promoting for a long time. But a lot of these... I think DC, in a lot of ways, are stepping up to the plate. And uh, I think the future looks bright for DC. Because, in my opinion, I actually liked Shazam. I liked... um, uh, uh, Aquaman. I think, to be honest, the last the last dud that they had was probably Birds of Prey, but that's neither here nor there. Zack Snyder's Justice League was a home run. It was something that was sorely missing. Uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad was another home run, and you know it's got me looking for. I was looking forward to Peacemaker. I'm looking forward to what DC does now with Black Adam coming out. With all these, you know, there I know there's another spinoff coming out. I know there's an, a few more movies coming out and things like that. So DC might be able to get their shit together if they're done correctly. Uh, but as far as Peacemaker goes, it was a great season from from episode one to episode eight. It was it was great. It, there's a little bit of slow. There's a slow some slow burning parts throughout the series, but you know it it never lets you down. It's entertaining. It's funny. There are some, you know, there are some down moments. There are some of those moments of, of, um, uh, maturity, but there's also those moments of, uh, of, you know, you know, run and gun fun. You know, like I said, like the old, the 80, the cheesiness of the eighties of the, or the over the top action of the nineties and things like that. It, it works out pretty well. It's a well-rounded, it's a well-rounded show. John Cena did an amazing job. James Gunn did an amazing job. This was a great show and not bad for I think I think this was DC's first um first spin-off post uh post the DC universe like this their cinematic universe cuz I don't think they've ever had a um a TV show from which it comes from the cin- from their cinematic universe. So, I mean, if they can keep this momentum going you know, season two can only mean, can only bring good things. You know, if they bring in somebody else, it would be cool. It'd be cool to see like a Green Arrow show, not not like the CW Arrowverse, but something kind of like Peacemaker. You know, something that doesn't take itself too seriously, but at the same time can be serious when it needs to be. You know, that's but you know who knows where they go. But as far as Peacemaker guys, it's a big thumbs up, two thumbs up from me. I think it's a nine out of ten. Like I said, it does have its little slow burning parts that you can probably skip past, but. Other than that, it's got a great theme song. It's got a great intro. Every every episode, you're going to be entertained by that intro and things like that. I mean, John Cena really knocks it out of the park. James Gunn did a fantastic job. 
writing and directing some of the episodes that he did. And uh, the future looks pretty good for the DCU. Even for James Gunn, who's supposedly going to do another um, uh, spinoff series. So definitely looking forward to that. But anyways, guys, that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. I didn't really spoil a whole lot. Well, here's one thing I will spoil because TikTok already spoiled it for you. In episode eight, after, uh, after Peacemaker, you know, takes out the rest of this, uh, uh, butterfly army and things like that, takes out their headquarters before they bring, uh, back up to the planet. You know, they're interrupted by the four members of the Justice League, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and, uh, the Flash. Ezra Miller and Jason Momoa do have a cameo in that episode, so it's interesting to see that, and it's comedic gold, and things like that, it's funny as hell, uh, but like I said, guys, definitely check it out, the show, if you got HBO Max, that is definitely a show that I highly recommend, that's gonna do it for today's episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, wherever you're getting your podcast from, be sure to follow the, uh, the Madhouse 21 on all social media outlets, whether it's Twitter or Instagram. If you guys got your opinions about the Peacemaker, let me know. Did you like it? Did you not like it? What did you like? What are you excited for? Whatever it is, send me it. You know, drop me a line. Uh, be on the lookout for more content as it comes out. I will be dropping an episode for Uncharted and the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre that is going to drop sometime later today. So be on the lookout for those. Be on the lookout for more stuff as it comes out. I'm not too sure what else is coming out. Uh, as far as this month is concerned, um, mm, I'm not sure what I, what else I will cover as far as February goes. Uh, I don't know if anything else is coming out. There are a few things that are already out that I'm finally catching up on that I will drop. Uh, in two weeks uh, is, I believe it's two weeks, two weeks from now, the Batman is coming out. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to a lot of stuff. But anyways, like I said, guys. Follow the podcast, you know, enjoy it, whatever you guys think about it. Be on the lookout for more episodes as they drop. And as always, embrace your inner madness.